0: Ocean FM. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lachie Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and
1: Daikin air-to-water heat pumps, and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast. We've done it. It was just fabulous to see him alive and up and picking her up.
2: The
0: thing about the club is you don't choose your club.
2: Um, it's, it's like family, you want to get back out on the field, it's just uh, it's, it's in your blood I suppose. So you just want to get out there now and get the games going again.
1: Brian Murray, Thank you. let me shake hands with you, you come in here hobbling. how are you feeling now? Oh I'm alright, I'm alright, nothing but a couple of pints won't do I'll tell you, you know. He gets a foot behind it, he launches it in, it's over the bar, the wee man from car. Yes, it's the Donegal GA podcast here on Ocean FM. Connor Brazen here, taking over the show this week from Paddy McGill. You can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcast by just searching Ocean FM Ireland. Well, after a nice month-long break, we are back into the thick of it. This Sunday, Neve Connell take on Aaron's own Corrigan at 1.30 pm in Corrigan Park. Antrim in the first round of the Ulster Club Championship. To preview this match today, I am in the company of Michael McMullen from Gaelic Life and Peter Campbell of the Donegal Democrat. How are you keeping, gents?
0: Good to be back.
1: Good, it's good to have you here on board. Peter, I'll just start with you. Since we last spoke around County Final Time, we've had a lot of news around Donegal GA. Least to say there has been white smoke uh, from the Chirconnell men and over the past few weeks, we have discovered that we have a new Donegal manager in Paddy Carr. You've been around Donegal GA for a long time. And just to get your initial thoughts on that appointment.
2: Yeah, Connor. I suppose it it did take a quite while, you know, to fill the post, but, uh, you know, they got there in the end and, um, uh, Paddy Carr was the uh, maybe the last man standing in some in some some regards about. Um, a lot of people were thinking that Rory Kavna, uh was being lined up for the job but it, it just didn't work out um but uh Paddy Carr has has um, taken on taken on the role um uh, with Aidan O'Rourke by his side, um, even even at the time, even before the appointment, uh, it was thought that it might be a joint manager job. But um, I think it's it's better that uh, there's one man in charge. I'm not so sure that that a joint managership works. And um, I think Paddy Carr, uh, his credentials, and I think I heard you talking about it. Uh, you were on with Paddy McGill in the aftermath, and like his CV is as good as anything that's out there. A um, little bit, little bit of negativity is most afterwards for a while, but I think that there, there's more positive thoughts now. And um, people are are, are uh, happy enough that um, they have somebody with a Donegal, a good Donegal background uh, taking on the job. And um, he has to be given uh, given time. And, and, and I think everybody agrees um a very nice fella. I think we'll get on very well with everybody, players, um, county board. What, what he he knows that he knows the ropes, and um, and the fact that he has um, retired as a school principal, uh, he also has the time and, and probably of all the, the the things that a manager needs at the moment is you need an awful lot of time to take on that job. And I think Paddy Carr probably. Pits the bell in a lot, a lot of areas. And uh, I just want to wish him well. I, th- I I was there in Irwinstown the day he played his only championship match against Tyrone in 1980. So that probably um, shows my age a little bit. Um, but uh, he, he was a good, a very good footballer um, when you talk to people who played along with him, uh, not yeah. just in Donegal, but in Chicago Gales. And like he won several, three or four championships, Uh, Senior championships in in Meath as well, and that's not the easiest place to win a championship. So I think he has the credentials to to take on the job, and we can only wish him well. And hopefully, um, he he knows it's a tough job to keep Donegal in Division One next year. Very very only three home games, and uh, all the games will be tightly contested. But you know, if if the players and everybody gets behind him, I think we can we can we can be successful again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you on, on how much how did you know about him? You, you said you were there at his only championship game. How do you think the team itself will take to, I'm I'm using probably air quotes here, but somewhat of an outside manager? I think we've only had one in the past uh, with Mickey Morn. Am I correct in saying, Peter? Well, probably Brian McIver would have been
2: outside right, as yeah. well. Um, but, you know, they, they were neighbors, uh, neighbors' children, and such. Um, I don't know. I, you know, he probably has a, a more of a Dublin accent than a Donegal accent, but I think he's a very Donegal uh, Donegal man at heart. <laughs> um, coming from Fanet, Um I, 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 I don't see any reason why um, he won't he won't get the support of the players. I think he, he is getting the support of you know the, the supporters, and and uh, at this stage, uh, initially, I think the, uh, as I said before. There was a little bit of negativity. I don't know why why that was around, but um, maybe it's because it took so long to fill the post. Um, but, you know, it's not the easiest job to fill a post at the moment. Um, Donegal are probably geographically well away from the pale. Um, it, it, it For any manager to take on the job, there's a lot of travelling and a lot of miles on the road uh, to do. But uh, I th- I think that the players, like the players, want to play county football. Uh, does it matter who is manager? You know, they, they want to go out there. If if, if it's made enjoyable for them, um, and if they get a wee bit of success, I don't see no reason why they won't put their, um, put everything behind the manager as well and do what what's asked of them.
1: Yeah, Mike, Michael, your initial thoughts uh, covering. Ulster football across all boards, or Ulster GA rather across all boards. Your thoughts when you heard the news and the fact Aidan O'Rourke was going with them. I know Aidan great C V across Ulster as well.
0: Yeah, well I suppose initially I was sort of under the impression that Rory was Rory Cavanagh was going to take it. Most of the sources had been chatting to you had I'd sort of backed that up. And then there had been a U turn. But when when you mentioned um I think I think the most important thing in it all is the fact that the new management and Paddy especially, was in for the club championship. I think that's so, so important um, when there's a new manager comes in. Uh, as we found out and down that Aidan and James McCartan would have found out to their detriment going in so late, um, you're completely snickered day one. So I think that was a very important point. Um, and Aidan has always come in with a lot of experience from across Ulster and, with, you know, he's involved in Queen's University as well, which he you know, would, would have accessed to players at a high level. Um, Negativity, I think you're always going to get negativity because there'll be two camps, the for and against. But I think the most important people, um, and it was also the same when Declan was in charge, the most important people are inside that dressing room. They're the people that you have to sell it to because, let's face it, the players are the people who put in the commitment. Supporters, you need the back, and I'm not saying you don't, but when you're asking somebody to be an inter footballer, footballer, um, you know, you have to have, have everybody on side. And, you know, as, as, as Peter talked about, he had retired. I think you have to be either retired or a full-time manager because I did a bit of coaching with a club during the, the summer there with goalkeepers, you know, and that was only a couple of nights a week. And like the, the amount of time that enter Cliente senior, it must be just unbelievable. And, and, uh, Whenever you're talking about, I actually don't think inter-county management is as attractive as it used to be. It used to be you were the iconic person in the county. Now you're spinning so many plates. You've maybe got 10 or 15 in a management team. And when you're a top county like Donegal, that's the sort of environment you're going to have. And it takes a lot of effort. But to answer your question, um, it's, as long as the people inside the dressing room buy in, that's all you need.
1: Absolutely, and we'll we'll wait to see how that pans out for twenty twenty three. But to our main talking point at the moment, Neve Connell travel to Antrim this Sunday. Michael, we're back in the thick of it. Um, we all know about Ulster club football and the stories it can bring, and you know you're coming towards Ulster club championship when we start planning the uh, the Christmas presents and the the Christmas staff parties etc. The weather gets freezing and crisp and cold and etc whether you're in Celtic Park or the Athletic Grounds or Bally Buffet. but there is something about the Ulster Club Championship there's always a feel about it come winter time isn't there
0: it's just brilliant uh, I can't emphasise how good a competition it is it's, uh, I suppose it's the Champions League of GAA um, I remember watching Kilcoo and KilmaCut Crooks um, and thinking oh no the club championship's over after today and um, in fairness, we had a really good summer in Derry and, uh, you know, for once we actually were successful, but the club championship is just brilliant. And as you say, you're getting close to Christmas. It shortens the winter. There's big breakfasts organized. There's all the buzz. I see McConnell advertising buses to Belfast and all that sort of stuff. And, um, uh, you know, my own club here, Slant Neal, are involved in uh, also club campaigns and it's just magical. There's no other, there's no other way to say it. And, uh, Bring it on this weekend. The only the only fault is it's over so quick.
1: Yeah, is, is there a sense of almost, I don't know if bluffing is the right word, but a sense of mystery almost to the Ulster Club ca- Championship? Because we really don't know about the opposing oppositions other than the teams from our own respected counties, unless we know the history of the teams, etc., but there, there, is, there does seem to be kind of an unknown aspect to this competition in that we can't really tell how strong our own county competition is until we come up against teams from other counties. And, you know, that brings an interesting aspect to itself, doesn't it, Michael?
0: Aye, and I think there's no better example of that than True. Because they can't have back-to-back champions, um, you know, we are at a disadvantage. Like, say, for example, Glenn. Use Glenn as an example. Um, last year they came out, loads of excitement about them. Um, talk that they could have won Ulster and they didn't, but they're back this year. They they've the chance to write that wrong. Whereas, if Errol Cairn don't win Ulster this year, by the time they possibly get back out of Tyrone, Peter Hart could have retired. You know, you know, it's a completely different team. So I think that's the I think that's the strength that a club who's a regular club champion has going into it the Cross McGlain of old, uh, and actually the two teams this weekend that you're we talking about, like Kjørgen and Nathan Connell, you know, they know what it's about. You know, so that's the advantage it is, but uh, it's just, and the magic of it is the fact that, you know, you're watching your club on TV, and, you know, players get a profile with it, and and, and thankfully, you usually get good excitement in the games, and uh, hopefully this year will be exactly the same.
1: Peter, We've travelled to watch different clubs from Donegal down through the years compete in Ulster, and it hasn't been really a pretty story. This Sunday, we have the two powerhouses, probably, of the recent times. They've Connell of Donegal, Aaron's own of Antrim. Neve Connell, three titles in four years from Donegal. Aaron's own, six titles in eight seasons from uh, Antrim. But I suppose when it comes to lifting Ulster titles and Ulster glory... Just haven't been at the races there.
2: No, yeah, you'd have to say that. I suppose Carrigan have been the the powerhouse probably of Antrim for the last maybe twenty years. They're, I suppose their, their trajectory is very, very similar to Neve Connell. Um, most of their success has come in the last twenty years. Uh, but, you know, as you say, six in the last eight. They have been probably the best team in Antrim for, for quite a while, but yet they've failed, I suppose, at the first hurdle in Ulster. It's it's probably a different game altogether when you go into Ulster. I was actually talking to Brian McIniff this week uh, for his column about it, and like he had that uh, experience of playing with St. Joseph's, and, Winning in Ulster, or well, winning a couple of unofficial Ulster titles first before the uh, the club championship came into being um, throughout the country. But it, like, it was going in Ulster even before that, and St. Josephs were one of the teams who could compete. But then, you know, they had such an array of players uh, to call on. But he talked about, you know, how, how exciting it was to... Go away on a on a on a different journey to pl- go to different grounds and Irvinestown, he said, was one of the big um, grounds in West Ulster. It was uh, it, before it became official. Um, there was an east and a west, and they used to play off the 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 both sections first, and then have the final in either Casement or Irvinestown. And by and large, um, St. Josephs were involved nearly every year. But I suppose that was a time when there was no. Mobile phones, no social media, and as you said at the start, there was very very little known about the opposition. You're nearly breaking complete complete new ground, apart from maybe uh, the county players that were playing for either team. Uh, But nowadays it's different. Um, Lettys and Cargan will have uh, they'll know very. Nearly everything about the opposition, even uh, uh, to the extent as if it was a, a county final again um, in their own county, but it is different because, um, like you have to travel to Belfast, um, all of Glenties and the and the and the parish of Fintan, um, they'll be all on buses as Michael says off to Belfast for the day. Uh, it's a great occasion for a club. Um, and, you know, the way New Connell have uh, performed, they haven't been that bad in Ulster. Um, probably have met all the big teams recently. Uh, Cross McLennan in, in, in Ulster final, met them in a, in a first round as well. Um, you know, Mayo Bridge, they've, they've come up against nearly all the big clubs in Ulster over the last, um, that successful period since 2005. And I don't think they'll fear going to Belfast on, 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 on Sunday. But it's going to be a great journey for them.
1: Why? It's a bit of a throwaway comment as to say, why haven't we done it? But, of course, if it was easy, everyone would do it. But when you look at the great teams, Peter, down through Donegal over the past maybe 40, 50 years, you're talking about Kilcar, Kelly Begg's team of the 90s, Aru of the 90s, St. Unions of the Naughties, and yeah. right up to the Steve Connell team. Why haven't teams from Donegal prevailed in Ulster apart from Gidor in 2018 and St. Joseph's in the 70s?
2: Yeah, 75, uh, Big Castle Blaney Falls in in, in Oma. Um, it, it's hard to know. Uh, that Kelly Beggs team, probably you would have thought uh, would have got there, but they they only got to 1-5-91. Uh, uh, yeah. Use it. I deprived them uh, not much in it that day, very very close um, and that was a top class um, begg side I suppose maybe Donegal winning the All-Ireland in 92 uh, mightn't have helped them because they were at their best then, they won and 92 and probably would have been at their best in 92 but you know winning the All-Ireland and having Four is it four players on the panel, um, probably didn't help their Ulster campaign that year, um, and then you go on to Erua. Arua, uh, probably a little bit unlucky. They 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 defeated Eric Kieran in Valley Shannon, um, and then had to go to Balahi uh, for the for the semi final and lost out narrowly in in Bilahi. Uh, that was that as close as they got, and. I suppose you had um, you, have, you had you had Connell getting to the final then, and then um, uh, Gidor eventually getting over the line. Uh, it it has been difficult for 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 the Donegal teams, but those teams that have dominated Ulster in that period, you, as Michael said, they they've been you know winning their own county championship um, year after year. Uh, and I think that's that's the uh, the secret to, to the success. You have to be, you have to be able to win your own two or three years in a row to have that hunger to go on to Ulster then. Because, uh and, and you know it, it's amazing what's the way um, club football is in Terone, Tyrone how strong it is. Yet, you know, uh, where in the last team to win it. Um, I think they won it back in ninety three or something was it? I think maybe that. That might be the last, and they had, they had the uh, Peter, Peter the Great with them, and still, uh, it was difficult. It's not an easy competition to win, and it won't be easy this year either.
1: Yeah, Michael, let let's talk about what we know of Corgan because they have Ronan Devlin as their manager, In his first season, he's won the Antrim Championship, uh, but the record alone in Ulster. Five straight defeats in the Ulster Club Championship—it's not good. But this could be a turnaround for them. But they still have a nice team: James Laverty, Kevin O'Boyle, the McCann boys up top. Uh, what what is their forte, Michael?
0: Yeah, well, um, I think uh, I think some goals were the last entering team to win a game in Ulster 2012, which wasn't that long after they were all the champions. So they beat Temple, and they haven't won a game since. Kilku, uh, uh beat some goals that year, so they, they've got a they a poor record in Ulster. And I was talking to Ronan Devlin at the presser recently, and they said that you know they say they want to make a dent in Ulster. Um, they knew they need to get out of Antrim. That's that goes without saying. But you know, I'm sensing that this year they thought if we get out of Antrim, we want to give it a go. Um, they when he took over the job uh, along with him and four or five years ago. He was sort of told that it was an aging team. He says you might be wasting your time on there because they're coming to the end of their tether. But they've won four of the last five championships. And incidentally, you know if you look at their team, Justin Cruz here, James Laverty, the centre of the defence, highly experienced
1: players
0: have basically you know they've been mainstays for Antrim for a long time, but it's been youth.
2: You know, they have an
0: anthem round this uh All Stars Award ceremony and the the three young player three players uh short of young player role from Carrigan, you know, with a young fella Kathar Donnelly, maybe in the running as well. So uh Pat Shivers, a corner forward, massive tall man, really, really lanky fella. It'll be interesting to see what uh Nate Connell do with him. But he scored nineteen points, top scorer. Um Tomas McCann, the second top scorer. But incidentally, their third top scorer is your goalkeeper, John McNabb, former outfield player, and he was Anthem's player of the championship, you know, the club championship. So they've got a wee bit of everything there, so they have. And uh, the thing about their run is they had two doses of extra time. They needed extra time to beat Craigan in the semi-final, who won it last year, and then eight points down against Aja if you're coming back from being points down, there's something special about you. He said the best thing about that that uh, one was the fact they didn't start humping in balls for goals. They had the experience to just chip off points, find a way back into the game, and they won it. Now, that, like, there's nothing as satisfying as winning a game when you come back from the death. And it's about, I suppose, challenge, keeping that buzz going into Ulster. Um, but I honestly think the two teams are very, very similar. You know, uh, you know, as you as both said, the record, like in the last eight years, Kyargan have won six championships. Nate Connell have won four and have lost two finals in that same time. You know, and, uh, you know, Nate Connell with that blend of experience, you know, Marty Boyle, Brick Malloy, Liam and around their panel. Kyargan with... with uh, with the McCanns, Crozier, etc., so they're they're fairly similar, I think. You know, and um, I think that's what makes, you know, I think that's what probably sums up the Ulster Club Championship. A game like this here that's going to be really, really tight, and I wouldn't rule out extra time. Cargan have had it, had it twice already, uh, and they've Connell are one of those teams that seem to be impossible to beat. They seem to have that inner strength. They seem to have an unbelievable siege mentality where they can just build the teams for it and nothing ever breaks it, And um, it's a it's a great thing to have. And um, I think we both it makes both camps pretty similar. Um and just to just to finish off on, on Peter's point there about Donegal clubs, Lavi won the All Ireland in 1991 And I did a couple of interviews with them, but one of them, Seamus Downey, did actually say that the turning point of their season, um, you know, they obviously had a big moment where they were really beat by Thomas Gales but he says the day they went to play Niamh Colombo, a fella, Felix Convery, came off the subs bench, kicked three points, they won the game, and they went back to Jackson's hotel after the game. And he says it felt like a carnival. All the families were there. They'd got out of jail. And they realised, look, this is magical. And they ended up winning the All-Ireland. But he always remembers that moment of going into Jackson's after beating Niamh Colombo and all the families there and just thinking there's something special with this competition.
1: If, if I'm right in saying, I think Seamus Derny and uh, Johnny McGurk were on that team as well, weren't they? It was a, it was a great, great Lavi team, so it was. and Yeah, an excellent team. Yeah, they they, they, they bet, was it uh, Galway team in the final as far Go-go, as I remember? yeah. Yeah, as yeah. far, far as I remember, if my research uh, is correct. So just to finish off because i know both of you have to go in terms of the way peter we think these teams are going to play is this going to be very blanket defense a game of chess or is it once ulster championship comes you throw the shackles off and let's play ball What, what what can we expect here on sunday
2: well, you know we know how Neve Connell uh, yeah. played. They're they're not going to throw the shackles off no. early on anyway. Um, it's funny. I, there was an interview I think from um, Cargan player recently saying that they they feared on about letting uh, Neve Connell get a lead. That's what Neve Connell do in games. They they get a lead. I don't think they'll beat you by you know ten or twelve points. or they're not a team that does that, but. You know, I think they'll go out. They'll, they'll play their own game, and that's the the, the game they play. We uh, we probably underestimated them in Donegal this year. Um, we had them in second and third, and maybe down to fourth place at one stage in um, uh, as being contenders for to, to lift the Donegal title. But the one thing is, you cannot rule uh, rule them out. Uh, the, uh, as michael said like they play this way uh, they know they, they know their game um, they set, it, they'll they'll go at you when they have the ball but when they haven't the ball they're going to have everybody behind it and it's like they'll get around you and what they want to do is to take the ball off you and start again and they they'll, they'll do that from start to finish they have i suppose a little bit extra in their armor this year and the fact that uh, Charles McGuinness has been going in full forward, and they've they've launched the odd high ball in there, and, and McGinnis has done exceptionally well. And and, and they yeah.
1: have, and they have, like you know, the, the top lads that have carried them for so many years. They're now sitting on the bench. It's amazing how they just completely rebuilt this team and stayed at the top top level for so long.
2: Yeah, well, I wouldn't say they've rebuilt it completely. Like you still have, you know, the the the. The power points there of you know Anthony Thompson at center half back, you have AJ and Jason Campbell at, co- at cornerback. Jack McKelvey has come in and become the regular partner for Kieran Thompson at midfield, and like he's had a tremendous season. And probably the one player that has you know maybe been reborn this year is Brendan McDyer. You know, I don't know why 35 is he this year? Yeah, 35. Man, match in the final and possibly uh, has been the player of the season in Donegal this year. Um, like, the, the, his scoring potential uh, d- throughout the, uh, the the Championship in Donegal uh, probably has been saving Neve Connell at times. Um, like, I don't know how many points he's actually scored from play, but uh, I didn't keep a tally on that, but he he, he has been exceptional for Neve Connell. And uh, with McGuinness coming alive at full forward, um, it's been a very, very uh, good progression for them. Uh, that that has given them something else. But like McGinnis just, just doesn't stay in it full forward. He'll be back at cornerback, uh, helping out in defense as well. And um, but he he has provided them with an option in there this year. And uh, you know they seem to know when to use that. Um, Probably, uh, I suppose, maybe Jim Beginners has been uh, around lenties for maybe a couple of nights without people knowing it over the last couple of weeks. Um, and his, uh, you know, his help and 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 uh, getting preparing them for that uh, the null final. Uh, Martin Regan said it was it was very very important, um, and along with Barry Dunyan you know they have they have plenty of experience on the sideline as well. And, uh as, as Brian McIniff said, he said, I don't think they'll have any fear going to Belfast, but it, it won't be an easy uh, task for them to beat Carrigan because, um, as Michael said, Carrigan are probably targeting Ulster this year. They, they want to be uh, probably a team that put their mark in Ulster as well as as, as, as dominating in Antrim. And that, that makes it a fascinating ta- uh, contest to look forward to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Final point, we already see that Ulster Club Championship takes on a life of its own. Cross no longer in it, Cross McGlenn, the great Cross McGLan team. So it's not going to be as simple, I know Neve Connell are favourites, but it's not as simple as just going out and winning it. Uh, Martin Regan did come back this season after resigning last year to win the championship, now it's to go that one step further. Michael, who do you think is going to win this game on Sunday?
0: Um, a very difficult one to call because both are very similar. Uh, just on Leve Kong, I think they get too much negative press for the way they play because I think a lot of teams play that way. Um, I think that's the way football is. Um, and on, on the Donegal County final, incidentally, the day the, the day they beat Couture in the final was a brilliant game of football. They both went at it. And the way they used Charles McGuinness for that long ball was fascinating and then, as, as you touched on, the two long-range point kickers, Cairn Thompson and, uh, and McDyre. So, um, both teams fairly well matched. Um, maybe Niamh Connell just about. Um, not with any great conviction, because I think it will be a fairly tight game. Uh, Keargan have scored four goals in the Championship and conceded four. if Connell have scored nine and conceded seven, although they've played more games. So... Um, if uh if Neve Connell can get a goal early, it changes everything, it gives him that chance. And but if it goes down the second half and it's a battle, any team can come through. It's very, very hard to call. Maybe just Neve Connell.
2: Peter. Yeah, I think yeah, you'd have to say Neve Connell Probably they, they have they are the favorites. Um they probably have had more success in Ulster um in recent times than than Carrigan. Um I, I don't think there'll be much in it. Uh, I would say two, three points at the most. Uh, but I think it has that ability of of, of Thompson and McDyer to take those long range points. Because uh, Neve Connell won't give Cargan uh, that many opportunities, and if Cargan, Cargan if would really have to be on fire, I think uh, to get enough scores to beat them. So they, on they the basis of, so sorry, sorry.
1: I was going to say that they don't uh, just on that Neve Connell point. They don't blow teams out of the water either as far as I remember you're, you're never going to see neve Connell win games by 10 11 12 points they they usually lure teams into a false sense of security and they're able to hold that lead and they dominate teams in possession but you know it's all it's always within two three four points that they win games by
2: yeah, they're a team that you know probably like to get their noses in front and then uh, grind it out from there. Um, the difficulty for them would be that if Cargan got a goal or two or got got ahead, uh, that might create a problem for them. But then we might see the real New Connell after that, because uh, you know they. They've won games from behind as well. Uh, and then Cargan have come from eight points down in the in the Antrim final. So, you know, they, they know how to win games from behind as well. So, you know, it makes it a fascinating contest. I think the, the experience that uh, new Connell have, those older guys, and the the ability of Ciarán Thompson to take a game by the scruff of the neck, I think, uh, might be the difference in the end. I, I would maybe tip them by maybe two or three points, but I, I can't see them won by any more than that.
1: Michael, you'll be in is it Celtic Park on Sunday? I think the winners of Neve Connell and Aaron's own go on to play Ergo Cairn and Glenn, if I'm right in saying that. So you'll be doing a bit of scouting for the uh the Neve Connell men, maybe if they get the victory on Sunday. How do you see uh the Erigal Cairn Glenn game going very quickly? Uh,
0: I can't wait to it. Um I've watched Ergal Cairn twice against Jamora and uh Track Moore and the best way I can describe them is they're exciting um, Dara Canavan is just brilliant to watch low centre of gravity wins the ball any way you want um, and as I say both games are highly enjoyable Clay convincing winners for the second year in a row they've backed it up um, If my worry for them they don't have a an out and man that would suit Dara Canavan as a marking role uh, I don't know what they'll do to be honest they'll have to find a way of shutting them Shutting out, probably with Connor Glass as that covering player. Um, Eric will probably have more natural forwards than Glen have. Glen, spread of scores across the pits with a running game that's been very, very good. Um, I think Glen to win it. Um, I can't wait to the game. Um, it's just a pity you don't see any more games like that because uh, that's a, that's the type of game everybody's crying out for at this time of year. And uh, you're talking about games being the grinds, a lot of the time there's not that many big margins. If you look at the Lands five point one over Bally Bay, there may be twelve points of a better team. But games at this time of year they're always going to be tight. So uh, and this one will be no different. Maybe just playing.
1: Absolutely and we, we look forward to that on Sunday my thanks to Michael McMullen from Gaelic Life and Peter Campbell as always from the Donegal Democrat remember Neve Connell take on Corgan on Sunday at 1.30pm in Corgan Park my name's Connor Brezen and until next time from all of us on the Donegal GA podcast thanks for listening and bye for now Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Loughy
0: Road, Donegal Town, suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators,
1: Samson and Daikon, air to water heat pumps and all your renewable needs and sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast.